And too often times, parents will make everything about what the kid didn't do right. They make everything about what the problem is. Every conversation has to surround it, and it's not helping the relationship. I'm all for parents. Build that relationship with your kids. Talk yes. to them about other things, too. And then when you get the Lord opens up doors, because there's a time and place for everything, then talk about it. The way you're living, the, the example you're setting speaks louder than any words you'll ever say. Right. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMinn. Along with me is Mark Hostetler. And uh, we are here to talk about the dangers of silence today. And one of the things that was interesting, I had this conversation with a community leader this weekend. He was saying that if he, because I was asking about certain things that are going on that are really societal shifts. And he said that if he would say anything against it, even though he is against it, and any reasonable person would be at this point anyway, he said that, they would hound him and hound him and hound him. A certain segment of society would hound him and hound him and hound him until he lost his job. So he said, I really can't, I'm not in a position where I can say anything. He said, and the problem is that the only people that anyone's hearing from is the slim minority that thinks some of these aberrant behaviors are okay. And they're hearing from them. But he said, the, the majority is silent. They just don't either want to get involved or maybe there's too much pushback. And so they're silent. And I remember even talking at one time to a superintendent or maybe it was a principal. And they were saying that one of the reasons they can't get rid of teachers, they don't know are bad. Because I asked him, I said, well, how can you know that teacher is bad? How come you can't do anything about it? He goes, because not enough parents complain. Wow. He said, if the parents would speak up, that would give us weight to do something. And he said, more, but because they don't, he said, we don't really have any weight. And so when good people stand up and say something and they let their voices be counted, that makes a difference in the world around us. Yeah. Oh, I agree, man. And because more than enough, we're probably against it. Right. But they just didn't say anything right. about it. You know what I'm saying? And that's a that's a that's a unfortunate thing in our culture, man. We need to raise up and stand up for what is right and right. just. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're called to right. do. Uh, we're called to live peaceable lives at peace with any you know, everybody. Right. Um, but being still and silent isn't being at peace right uh, there's a big distinction there you know we're not called to be peacekeepers we're called to be peacemakers right and sometimes what we say and when we stand for truth and justice we're working towards making peace and unfortunately right. a lot of times to get to peace you have to go through a war yeah you know i mean saying? yeah i i think that there has to be boundaries. I mean, there has to be boundaries mm -hmm. set that are decent and normal, and we've got to uphold the line. If you don't uphold the line, you're going to keep going backwards. Uh, they yeah. were, I was talking to some uh, in school positions, actually, and they were saying that they want to coddle these kids who just don't want to come to school so much 
that they're going to continue not coming to school because there's no yeah. there's no teeth. It's like, well, they have reasons. They have, and he says sometimes no, they're just they're getting away with it because they can get away with it. So if you can get away with not coming to school, who wants to go to school? Right. You know, when you're a kid, if you can get away without going, he says some of these kids are, and just no one wants to take a stand because well, there's a lot of reasons, a lot of situations, and they're like, no, the kid needs to be in school. He really does, yeah. and, and we need to get moving. But because there's such a softness in society and you can't say simple things like hey you shouldn't be late you shouldn't be yeah. you know no one's gonna there's no backlash and here's what what it was when i was a kid when i was a kid i would go as far as you let me and and i would be as bad as you'd let me be pretty much and if you didn't want me to be bad anymore you had to drive me off the line because i was always pushing the line i was mm -hmm. always going to push it and push it and push it until you knocked me back and told me that's enough in our society, they push, 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 push. There's no one knocking anyone back. Yeah. It's like I said, we're like uh, right. the church, like a hockey team that never checks anybody. We're, we're, we just let them come in and score goals because we want to be nice. And we let the all the bad ideas go by us, flying by us. We never speak up. We yeah. never say anything because we don't want to check. And once in a while, somebody's thinking needs to be checked. That's it needs right. to be challenged. They need to be forced. No, here's another way to think about this. Here's another. Here's another way of seeing this. They need to be challenged. And, well, yeah, I agree with you because one of the, one of the unfortunate themes, I guess, is is it's all done in the name of love, right? right? And we all love each other, so so we shouldn't say that or we right. shouldn't do that or whatever. And I love what our brother Steve said uh, Tuesday night at Celebrate Recovery. You know, in a passionate way, he was talking about a young lady that actually you know ended up uh, losing her life, and um, he said. I'm not going to love you guys to death. Right. That's a powerful line. Right. I'm going to love you back to life. I'm going to love you out of the mess you're in. And I'm going to tell you about the mess you're in. Right. You know, I'm not going to accept what you're doing and, and, and just let you live in that in the name of love. Right. That's not loving. You no, know what because I'm saying? Love is speaking the truth to people, speaking right. the, the reality of it. You know, when you brought this thing up, the danger of silence, my first my first uh, thought was the book I'm going through with a couple, a few couples uh, for marital counseling, fight your way to a better marriage. And it talks about addressing conflict, uh, not avoiding it. You right. know, so many people in marriages avoid conflict. And what ends up happening is, is you bury the conflict thinking it's dead, but conflict is never buried dead. It's always alive. Right. And it's ready to come back out. Right. And it'll fester. And it'll it'll be like a cancer, man. And inside you deal with of it. You, you know, you've yeah. got to speak. You've got to deal with conflict. You've got to address hard issues. Have the confidence. Have the courage. Have faith in God that he's going to use you. You know, Jesus right. said, don't worry about what you're going to say. The Holy Spirit will give you what you're going to say. Right. You know what I mean? So, I want to go back to what you were saying about the loving someone to death. I did that funeral. Mm. Yeah. In the case he was talking about, there was a lot of sorrow. Uh, there was a family that lost their only daughter. Uh, there were friends that were really upset that this person had, you know, made the choice that they made, which you know ended their life. And it was a tough, it was a tough funeral. It was a, it was a tough yeah. to see all the sadness that was there. So when you're thinking about loving someone, yeah, you got to tell them the truth and help them to get on a path that's healthy and makes them a stronger person, not that's going to lead to their death. Yes. So, I mean, I'm going along 100% right. with that. But right. it says, I, I read this quote, it's a shame that many of today's so-called Christians are silent when it's time to speak out against sin and evil. Mm -hmm. When there are things that are wrong, there's nothing wrong with saying it's wrong. My goodness. Like, I, I got slammed for a position I took the other week, and, I mean, it's the same position that 
every elementary high school print or elementary school principal that I've talked to has taken. It's the same principle that business leaders have taken. It's the same stand that others have taken. I shouldn't say stand, but it's the same view that everyone that I've spoken to has. Of course, I'm the one who decided to say something about it. So I get slammed for it, which I'm okay with that. You know, I'm all right, but you're stating a view that most people have you're stating a very majority opinion and you can't be afraid of that don't be afraid to state your what you believe and what you think is right or wrong because there comes a time when you need to i mean when your kids are doing stuff they shouldn't do you know it's time for you as a parent to stand up and say something about i i I have i think it was absolutely absurd how people responded because i read your post man and i thought Here's the thing I know about you. You're not just going to willy-nilly put something out there. You thought about it. You thought through it, right. you know, and you, you, it was very tactful. And unfortunately, some people down the thread, you know, took advantage of it and they started speaking things that are, you know, not, right. not good. And, and you did the right thing, I think, but just taking it down, right. you know, stop, the, stop this war from happening, well, you know, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it could be that it could be mask. It could be coronavirus. Sure. It hasn't mattered anything. Uh, you know, my wife says something when mass first came out, she made one little statement, went up to paint a room, whatever hundred plus comments later people are fighting there were so many threads of fighting that you couldn't even follow it anymore she shut it down and anytime that i ever that i find anytime that you speak into anything mm-hmm. this is what you find and this, that's Bill, this is the this is the response you find to it the demonization you mm-hmm. you find in it you know yeah. you don't care about people you want to kill people you don't care about the other you have no compassion yeah. you're a right. hater right and all the stuff that you know is a hundred percent nonsense however with that said there are times you got to speak uh, there are yes. times where i've been there with my own children and i had to make the truth clear yeah. and i had to make where i stand clear to them and not beat around the bush about it. This is where I stand. This is why I stand there. This is what the consequences are going to be if you choose this path. And I was avid about it. I was animated about it, I'm sure. I was very strong on it. But I'm not going to watch you because and some people go, man, Bill, why, why are you so intense about some of these things? When it comes time to I'm, I'm going to save your life, that's right. and I know that that's the that's kind right. of things we're at, I'm, I'm here to save your life. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to coddle you. I'm here to save your tail That's end. Exactly That's right, what I'm here man. to do. And if you're out there floundering in the water and I got to deck you and knock you out to get you back to shore, then so be it. But if I saved your life at the end of the day, you'll thank me for it. Man, right? That is so true, man. I appreciate that perspective because that, I told that to a, to a lady who was uh, parenting. Her daughter was, was heading, is heading down a wrong right. path, you know? And she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And she start, stood her ground. You know what I'm saying? and okay i I have a comment on that Uh, go for it i I would say that when you're a parent and i've been the same we've got father's day coming up too so it'll be a good time to say it when you're a parent you've got to stand against things you don't want to make every conversation about the problem like when your kids are having a problem and it could be drugs it could be something else i don't make every conversation that i have with my kids about what i didn't agree Mm -hmm. with i try to build a relationship with them yeah i try to know them i try to have other conversations with them about other things Mm -hmm. so there's a strong enough of a relationship that when i speak truth into an area that they don't really want to hear it I already have their ear and they have mine yeah. because we already conversate. We already talk through things. We, mm-hmm. we have a relationship that's so different good. than a problem. And too often times parents will make everything about what the kid didn't do right. They make everything about what the problem is. Every conversation has to surround it. It's very, uh, 
you know, intense and overwhelming and it's not helping the relationship. I'm for all for parents. Build that relationship with your kids. Talk yes. to them about other things too. And then when you get the Lord opens up doors because there's a time and place for everything, then talk about it. I remember when I've been there with my own children, there are times where I knew there were problems. I didn't say stuff about it every day. I would pray about it every day. And then I would wait for the opportunity. And one time I remember my one child came in and talked to me and they told me, uh, or ask a question or something, and they gave me the door to speak into the the situation because they actually knew. Like I didn't really need to explain where I stood because they knew, but I took the uh, the opportunity to explain in more detail what some of the ramifications would be and why. And it was, I think, really part of their life being altered for the good. Uh, but I didn't just hammered every day. I didn't right. talk about, I didn't make it what right. I talked about every day. It's just that when that door opened and I felt it was time to talk and it says in the Bible, there's a time for everything. There's a time to be silent, a time to speak. And as a parent, you got to figure that out. As a friend, you got to figure that out. You know, sometimes as a friend, it's not time to speak about the issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just time sometimes to be a friend. It's just time to talk to them as a friend and hear what they're doing and know what they're going through. Absolutely. And then, right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Job, he said, he said, man, you guys would have been excellent counselors if you would have just sat here and, and been with me. Right. The ministry of presence pretty much. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but that lady, I, to, I told her, Bill, is if somebody came into your house and came at your daughter to, to uh, hurt her, what would you do? And she said, oh, I'd stand right in, right in the way, and I'd, I'd try to protect her. I said, well, you got to look at this thing that you're, is coming at your daughter, this agenda, right. as something to protect against. And right. you got to stand your ground. you got to get in between that and her right now. You know, she's 13 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's not 18 or 20. And even at that point, I'm going to do whatever it takes I've, to protect. Uh, oh, but, yeah. I, I've fought you know, with my kids when they were well into their 20s, but <laughs> you never stop being a parent. But. I'll I'll fight tooth and nail. Yeah, when your life's on the line. Yeah, and you'll speak. And when you're making up, decisions you know? that are going to alter your life, alter how you feel about your life, yeah, I'm going to say something. Now, mm-hmm. here's one thing: G, when we're talking about you know dangers of silence and when to speak, when not, Jesus said you don't have to throw your pearls to pigs. You don't have mm-hmm. to give what is holy to dogs, lest they turn around and tear you apart. And man, have I been there before, where you try to give something, some sacred truth to somebody who's not ready to hear it or doesn't want to hear it. And they just turn around and attack you for it. Yeah. And it's just exactly what Jesus Christ said. You're, you're going to give what is holy to dogs. They're going to turn around and viciously attack you for it. You don't have to. And I, that's where you got to look and say, if there's somebody who really doesn't want to hear it and they, they don't want to hear what the truth is, they don't want to hear my guidance. And, and that could be my guidance on business, could be my guidance more morally, whatever it is. They, I could just tell these people don't want to hear anything from anyone else. I just shut my mouth. Yeah. I don't have to give pearls of wisdom to you if you're just going to throw them away anyway. That's right. right? That's a great point, right. man. Yeah, I mean, be discerning. Uh, absolutely, you got to you got to know who you're talking to, and if they even value uh, what you're saying. Because uh, you know what, my I love our brother Steve again. We come back to you know make your investments in people that are actually right. take it. You know, uh, don't waste your time over there uh, on those people that are just going to mock you and they're going to ridicule you and they're yeah. going to turn around. They'll never change. They'll you know like God can or do wait, anything. Or I wait, or wait, or wait for them. That. Yeah, God can do anything. But but as of right now. They aren't ready to hear yeah. you, you know. And wait till you have those opportunities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've tried to, you know, I've fought, you know, hard to restore relationships at times, and 
And what I find is, man, when there's a dead wire, sometimes it's just a dead wire, and there's just no amount of coaxing it or Yep. It just is what it is. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I mean, you can waste a lot of time. But here's our responsibility, though. Uh, it says Ezekiel three eighteen and 19. When I say to a wicked person, you'll surely die, and you do not warn them or speak out to dissuade them from their evil ways in order to save their life, that wicked person will die for their sin. I'll hold you accountable for their blood. Mm. But if you do warn the wicked person, they don't, and they don't turn away from it or from their evil ways, yeah, they're going to they're gonna get it for that, but you're going to save yourself. And I, I look at that and say, that's a great principle because I still have a responsibility to speak up. At least I know I told you. Yep. At least I know I did my part. I feel that way in prayer sometimes. You know, yep. hey, I prayed about it. Didn't work out the way that I wanted it to work mm -hmm. out, but you know what? I did my part. I prayed. Bill, you you remind me often that we are in a post Christian culture, right? And there's so many times that I just make the assumption that people know this is wrong, people, right? Unfortunately, in today's culture, man, it's celebrated so much. I don't think people know it's wrong, and and so I I love this scripture where it says, I have a responsibility to speak. And to stay true to the word of God he's right. given us, you know, and to tell people, no, according to this, right. our standard, our final authority on this earth, according to this, you are living in a wrong manner. Right. If you want blessing and favor, which I want for you, right. if you want that, come back to this. Right. Come back and call out sin for what God calls sin. Not right. me. Yeah. God calls it sin. Speak the truth know? in love, right? Yeah. It says, Absolutely. have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Sometimes that's what you're in a role. You've got to expose it and say, guys, this isn't right. Sometimes you do it by your, your lifestyle. I remember when I used to work on a work crew, and one day after lunch, the guys decided that they were supposed to, they were supposed to do a 90-day inspections. These engines were enormous. I mean, it took an overhead crane just to move the top off of one mm -hmm. cylinder. So that's... They're oh, yeah. big. I mean, yeah. they have step, you know, ladders going up to them. And so they got behind the compressor rods, which were huge pistons too. And they just, you know, decided they were going to take a nap and they weren't going to work. So oh my I went to wash windows. And, you know, when the big brass came walking through that door that day and they see Bill up washing windows and Bill's supposed to be doing 30-day inspections, they know right away there's an issue here because mm. Bill should be working with his crew. Bill's having to find something else to do. That means his crew's not working because they weren't mad at me for washing windows. Right. They were mad that work wasn't getting mm -hmm. done. And I had to do, no matter what those guys did, I'm like, I can't live like this. Like I can't not work for my money because yeah. they would just say stuff to me all the time. Like, look, you got to earn your money the way you think is fit. And I got to earn my money the way I think is fit. And the way I earn my money is working for it. That was just my character. Oh, yeah. I'm not here to not work. I'm here to work. They're paying me to work. And if I don't come to the end of the day and feel like I'm productive, I'm not happy with it. That's, and I, so I, I used agree, to do man. projects on my mm -hmm. own. I used to paint places they never even asked me to paint. And mm -hmm. I'd have shift workers coming in and saying, oh, my goodness, man. I was there at last that night seeing this building. It looks so good because I hadn't been painted for years. Mm. And now I'm just doing it every day because I want stuff to do. Yeah. So they'd always just turn me loose and say, whatever you got to do, Bill, go do it. Because they knew I'd be working. You know what I'm saying? But I couldn't worry about those guys, you know what I'm saying? And what no they way. were doing. I just had to sometimes just set in the light, you know, just yes. being the example. Yeah, sometimes what you live is the loudest voice you can you can, you can can declare. You know right. what I'm saying? The, the way you're living, the, the example you're setting speaks louder than any words you'll ever say. Right. You know what no, I'm saying? I agree 100%. Yeah percent and some people too you know we got to remind ourselves that some people aren't going to like the truth it says in john 15 18 through 19 that if the world hates you keep in mind it hated me first yeah. if you belong to the world it would love you as its own as it is you don't belong to the world you've i've chosen you out of the world this is why the world hates you it's okay you didn't belong there anyway 
You know what I mean? We don't, we, I'd much rather worry about what Jesus says than what somebody else says. And yeah. too many times we spend too much time worrying about what other, what other people have to say, not a to, enough time worried about what Jesus is going to say. Absolutely. And actually the, the point you made earlier about, um, you know, not casting your pearls before swine, pigs, you know, uh, you think about Jesus and his end time there uh, with that, who was a pilot. Yeah, and, and uh, the the stuff they were hurling at him, the mocking, the accusations, all that. It did say that he kept silent. He didn't utter a word. Right. And if he would have, he would have been casting his pearls before swine right. because they would have just eaten it up, and 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 uh, it would have worked against him. Right. The one thing he stood up for was who he was. Right. And his mission: I am the Messiah. Right. I am the King of the Jews. Right. You know, and. Uh, we have to be careful of what we're standing up for. Right. Stand on the truth. And when you're standing on the truth, you always have a winning argument. Was it stand you for want, something or you fall for everything? That's Didn't right. Aaron Tippin, like man. Yeah. You've got to stand for something. I love that song. Yeah. You know, I sent it to you the other day, actually. That, but, that was the song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that for us, you know, that we have to remember in, in the world today, and especially you think about your family, you think about those close to you, if you see something that's amiss, don't be afraid to say, you know, I've had to call my friends out for mistreating their wives at times. I've had to uh, call my own kids out for uh, some of their behavior. And I don't always do it. Like, I'm not one who likes controversy. I don't like to uh, confront people. It's not really my style. You know, I'm super live and let live. But if I see something that's really wrong, I'm not going to hesitate. Like, if I saw you going in the wrong direction, I wouldn't hesitate to say anything. And what I've seen is the craziness in my life of people who don't. I remember seeing a pastor go the wrong way, and I was working with him. And I'm thinking to myself, am I the only one in this entire place that has a problem with this? And it was the second time it had happened to me, and it Mm -hmm. caused just disasters in that church because no one's calling out. This guy is hanging out with someone, not his wife, all Mm -hmm. the time. And I'm the only one asking questions. And I was at that time, like I was 28 years old, and I felt like, no one's saying anything about this. Like no one's checking this. No right. one's questioning right. it except for me. And I was just being pushed off and dismissed and ended up being an affair, you know, and, and that church went from whatever, 180 down to 30 last wow. time I heard. And wow. it was sad, you know, uh, but not in sometimes not as people see stuff. But they don't always speak up. And sometimes you speaking up is going to save someone's life. We appreciate you tuning in, uh, being part of this podcast. Hope it's been uh, an encouragement to you, especially you parents out there. Uh, You all have a blessed and awesome week.